0: RCR with Paul Brennan, Reality Check Radio. It must be Thursday morning again. It is. That means we welcome Lindsay Perigo back to RCR Breakfast for Perigo's Perspective. Hi, Lindsay. Hi.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Now you ask me why I'm
0: laughing. That's infectious. (laughs) Um, You just reminded me, back in the day, I used to produce a breakfast show. We had a laughing sound effect that if you played it, everyone started laughing. Yes, yes. And it was really funny. Even down the phone, you'd play it, and people in the, the phone would start laughing.
1: <laughs> well, and that's the same with the laughing policeman to which we repair uh, on appropriate occasions. It is really, really infectious. But what I was laughing about just while I was waiting to talk to you, I was reading about this year's Miss Universe competition in Hiya. San Salvador. Yes. In- El Salvador. Mm-hmm. And it was a good Catholic really... country, isn't it? Yeah, well, actually, uh, you'd wonder why they'd select that location for Miss Universe. I was surprised to discover that there's still such a thing. But rest assured, yep. Yep. it's woke as <clears throat> I was going to say as hell, but <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I hope hell is very unwoke. Uh two of the contestants were Men in the Miss Universe competition. Who, who were they? Miss Portugal and Miss Netherlands. Were they pretty? Oh well, they did their best. Put okay. it that way. But yeah. uh, as I say, two were men. Mm. One, one was a fatty. Oh. <laughs> was well, like a fatty man or a fatty. No, 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 no a fat woman. woman. Oh,
0: really, Rubenesque. <laughs> Okay, because traditionally, I mean, I did Miss Mount Maunganui once. I was the compere of that. They were all. Oh, I thought you were going to
1: say you won it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, nice try. No, Lorraine Downs won it. I remember awarding or giving the the thing back in the day, but it was all hot bodies,
1: tiny bikinis. Yes. Well, and talking of tiny bikinis, Miss Pakistan. I'm surprised they allow such a thing as participation but miss pakistan appeared in a burkini as opposed to a bikini and uh, with that she showed no flesh whatsoever you mean total covering yes what about head oh one could see the face Uh, she wore some kind of tea towel i think (laughs) right i see but here's the kicker the company that owns Miss Universe, has just filed for bankruptcy. So that expression, go woke, go broke, has just become eloquently manifest yet again. I didn't see it. I can just imagine what it was like to watch some of
0: that. You'd, you'd never get it back.
1: <laughs> That's how I occupied myself waiting for you. <laughs> so I thought, well, I have, I have to tell the tale before we get into today's discourse. All right. Perigo's perspective this
0: Thursday. The floor is yours, Lindsay Gofrit.
1: Okay, thank you. I shall begin this week's PP by repeating the first part of last week's PP, rewritten by a poet. This was most edifying and gratifying. Peter posted this on RCR's Facebook page. In the realm of twisted tales, where truth is but a guise, the ministry of truth weaves webs of darkened skies, Jacinda Jackboots' single source, a puppeteer unseen, strings pulled with deceit in a world unclean. In Orwell's Echoes, a ministry unfolds, where history is rewritten and reality molds. Lies, half-truths, and hysteria, their weapons drawn, state media echoes, the only voice at dawn. War is peace, they chant, a paradoxical decree. Freedom is slavery, binds minds in tyranny. Ignorance is strength, the mantra they repeat, as truth dissolves and falsehoods discreet. Pfizer's whispers, the ministry's deceitful hymn, Wuhan vaccine safe, they claim with a grim, grin. Masks, a veil of trust in the theater they stage. Yet behind the scenes, a farce, an empty cage. News dump, a channel spewing, tales untold. Infantile speech, a culture growing cold. YouTube's echo, where comments dare not speak. In the silence. Descent is rendered weak. A fifth wave looms. The virus's shadow cast. Boosters and face nappies. Decrees from the past. False news bulletins. A proclamation dire. A narrative scripted. Fueled by deceit's fire. In aesthetic terrorism, squawks and quacks. Broadcasting's demise as culture cracks. Toxic jabs injected into the veins of trust in this dystopian dance where lies combust. So in this twilight where realities blur, let Perigo be a voice that will stir. In no particular style, let words take flight for in the ink of honesty, we find our light. And so to this week's perspective, I quote now from Time magazine. Two decades ago, Osama bin Laden, the Al-Qaeda leader behind 9-11, laid out his attempted justification for the terror attack against the US that killed nearly 3,000 people in his letter to America. This week, that same letter went viral on TikTok among a new generation many of whom are debating the Israel-Hamas war and the role played by the U.S. For some, a big part of Bin Laden's justification, American support for Israel's occupation of the Palestinian territories in what the U.N. deems a violation of international law, resonates with what's going on now in the Middle East, leading them to renew calls for a Gaza ceasefire unquote well i looked the letter up as i remembered it only vaguely as expected it was neither edifying nor gratifying it was long here's a smidgen just a smidgen of it now quote what are we calling you to and what do we want from you the first thing that we are calling you to is islam the religion of the unification of god of freedom from associating partners with him and rejection of this of complete love of him the exalted of complete submission to his laws and of the discarding of all the opinions orders theories and religions which contradict the religion. The second thing we call you to is to stop your oppression, lies, immorality, and debauchery that has spread among you. We call you to be a people of manners, principles, honor, and purity, to reject the immoral acts of fornication, homosexuality, intoxicants, gamblings, and trading with interest. We call you to all of this that you may be freed from that which you have become caught up in, that you may be freed from the deceptive lies that you are a great nation, that your leaders spread amongst you to conceal from you the despicable state to which you have reached. It is saddening to tell you that you are the worst civilization witnessed by the history of mankind unquote. well, there's a call that's hard to resist <clears throat> now, what was brutally instructive when this resurfaced was the reaction on that playground of Gen Z for zombies, the Chinese Communist Party's TikTok. These submaronials, of course, had never heard of Osama bin Laden, and I doubt they got to read his letter fully since it is indeed quite long, and they have the attention spans of, well, submaronials. And the maronials were bad enough. But that didn't stop them having existential crises in reaction to it. What is especially instructive is the aesthetic terrorism to which I referred last week. In this case, the empty vocabulary, the asinine, gratuitous upward inflections. So, like, I'm so totally like, you know, having an existential crisis right now around this. And the entitled whininess of the demand that you guys need to stop what you're doing and pay attention to me because I'm having an existential crisis right now. If you think civilization can survive the preponderance of vacuous little narcissistic monsters such as these.
2: So I just read a letter to America, and I will never look at life the same. I will never look at this country the same i will never i please read it and if you have read it let me know if you are also going through an existential crisis in this very moment because in the last 20 minutes my entire viewpoint on the entire life i have believed and i have lived has changed please read that entire letter i need everyone to stop what they're doing right now and go read It's literally two pages. Go read A Letter to America. And please come back here and just let me know what you think because I feel like I'm going through like an existential crisis right now. And a lot of people are. So I just need someone else to be feeling this too. I need you to stop what you're doing and go read A Letter to America. It is literally the craziest thing I've read in a while. And while I can't say that I'm that surprised, I am pretty shocked. So go read it and tell me what you think because I really also need to talk to other people about this. And actually, before you even read the letter i did want to mention in reading the letter i could only think of this tweet that i saw the other day under settler colonialism any kind of resistance is branded as terrorist because the only acceptable violence is violence by the occupier so this is fucking insane i just read osama bin laden's letter to america which i will be going through right here but it's actually so mind-fucking to me that terrorism has been sold as this idea to the american people and honestly just so many western inhabitants within certain nations that this group of people this random group of people just suddenly wakes up one day and just hates you just wants you dead wants you gone and this is all because they believe that they're better than us. like that is the root of terrorism it's, it doesn't make sense they just hate your nation but reading this letter it becomes apparent to me that the actions of 9-11 and those acts committed against the USA and its people were all just the buildup of our government failing other nations.
1: Famed lawyer and lecturer Alan Dershowitz had some trenchant observations to make about burgeoning anti-Semitism among the young on Mark Levin's Life, Liberty and Levin show at the weekend. Well, I looked into the eyes of evil. I taught 10,000 students And some of these students have now become Hitler's youth. And if terrorism comes to the United States, and it will because Hamas is contagious, and when people start blowing up schools the way, for example, radicals did in the 1970s or army bases, some of my former students from Harvard will become those terrorists. There is a fifth column in this country of young radical students who will turn against America and become the future of terrorism against us so this is coming to a theater near you if it's not stopped in israel in gaza and on american university campuses in the event very loud alarm bells went off about the bin laden letter and it was taken down and discussion of it closed down on sundry online venues wrong thing to do in my opinion sunlight is the best disinfectant let's see what bin laden said then and what people are saying about it now especially those having orgasms over it as peter hitchens said on british television about the demonstrations by hammer savages on armistice day last time we spoke last week peter you said that you thought yes of course the the uh, pro-palestine marches should go ahead they should not be stopped um, has what happened no. this weekend changed your view on that?
3: No, completely not. As I say, I think it was very educational for, for people to see just what nasty people, uh, really not terribly distinguishable from, from actual Nazis, turn up on these things. Mm. And if you're going to go along as an innocent-hearted person who simply wants to make a point about the the bad treatment of, of, of of Arabs by Israel or something of that kind. Just bear in mind who you who you will be marching with in future. There are a lot of these people about, I don't know how many, there's no measurement being made, but they are there. And it's quite plain, the organizers of the demonstration can't control them or keep them away. And they say the most revolting things. And I think if we hadn't allowed the demonstration to go ahead, we wouldn't know this. Now, they weren't empowered by being on the streets, but they were given the opportunity to shoot their horrible mouths off, and they've told us, this is what we are. And this is what an awful lot of the opposition to Israel consists of, a straightforward, old-fashioned, racist, bigoted hatred of Jews, of mm. a kind which we all thought had to, to come to an end or had been too ashamed to show its face after the death camps were opened in 1945. But it's still there. Okay, now they've shown themselves. Now we know. No one can pretend anymore that they're not there. And that's one of the virtues of free speech. You know what yes. you're up against.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, civilized humans know what they're up against, especially those currently, literally, held hostage by it as we speak. It's called evil.
4: God on home. I need you have always been. Great. i might have known if god had granted me a son the summers die one by one
0: RCR with Paul Brennan, Reality Check Radio.